Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, uh-huh. and Jordan. Hey! Uh, this week we're going to be taking a look at Man on the Moon, The End of Day, released in 2009 by Kid Cudi, and it was picked by Jordan. So, Jordan, do you want to tell us a little bit about why you chose that album for this week? I would love to. So, back in the day, obviously... I didn't listen to Kid Cudi in 2009. I'll just I'll just put it out there. I'll just expose myself so I don't so I don't in the future get exposed. But uh, obviously, I like Pursuit of Happiness a lot. And then yes, somewhere in college, I found soundtrack to my life, and I was like, you know, I kind of like these songs. Let me just listen to the whole album. And I ended up liking way way more of it than I thought. Like I just. Again, I don't usually listen to albums, but I remember, like, at the time I listened to it, I wasn't listening to albums just all the way through, but I decided to do this one because uh, I like Pursuit of Happiness so much and uh, subject to my life, so I thought I would. And I, I liked a lot of songs on this album, for as, I, I don't really know, I, I would consider this a long-ish album, maybe like a medium, maybe like a regular album, I don't know, but it's songs. So it's, it's a little bit longer, than, like, an, a regular album is like nowadays it's like 45 to 50 minutes so this one would yeah. be a little bit long by those two. Yeah. but either way I, I really liked a lot of the songs in them and even a couple are still like some of my favorite songs to this day at least like oh it's great it's a great album the, like like I, I could like listen to them over and over again mm-hmm. even now but yeah that's that, that's pretty much why i picked it i gotcha yeah i mean like for me i was kind of in the same boat i didn't listen to any of cuddy's stuff I had friends that did, the same friends who liked Kanye when we were in, like, middle school. Yeah. But I was still, I'm like, I don't like rap, except Eminem. <laughs> I was still in that, uh, that <laughs> Not Afraid came out, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the best yeah. song ever. Well, you know, it was Jack and Kanye, so it was, you know. Yeah, that's pretty uh, I, um, no, That's funny but, that, that, like, <clears throat> that... This this sentiment is what we're talking about because I just watched a movie over the weekend with my parents where um, it was called Last Flag Flying, and in it Brian Cranston is playing Eminem on the radio and he's talking to Lawrence Fishburne about um, about something about uh, rap culture and just like black culture and. And Lawrence Fishburne says something about the person on the radio being white rapping. It's an Eminem song. And Brian Cranston's like, what? He's, <laughs> what? And that's the whole joke of the scene. And as famous as Eminem is, I'm surprised that someone wrote that joke to put into the movie. Even even with the movie being set in like 2004 or something. Yeah, that's funny. But it, it, was, it was still funny. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I was at the point, like, all I liked was, like, Eminem, and I hadn't really listened to much other rap. I heard Lil Wayne, because that was another popular one at the time, Uh, and I didn't, I I still don't like his voice, Um, (laughs) and so I didn't listen to that, so I was like, oh, I guess I only like Eminem, as far as rap was concerned, but then, you know, as you get older, you realize, oh, never mind, Kanye's really good. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but some people who like Kanye were they listened to a lot of Cuddy stuff and they really liked this album. And I was yeah. like, Oh and I knew day and night and that was it up Probably until I forgot about that one. Like up until you recommended this and then listening to it I was like, Oh, I've heard a couple of these songs. But do you, it's pretty do you guys know yeah, uh, after the after I listened to it though? Really good album. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. I had only heard soundtrack to my life pursuit of happiness and day and night and i think i'd heard up up and away in a commercial or something yeah that one's that that one's pretty popular too yeah but uh oh um the video game watchdogs do you know what that is jordan i think jamie you know what that is right yeah is that a band 
No, it's a it's a, it's a it video a, game. It, I think it's Maybe. Xbox. Oh, oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen like the commercial for it before. Uh-huh. It's basically like an open world third person shooter action game made by Ubisoft, and you're okay. you're this hacker dude, and Day and Night was like the only song that I knew in the entire <laughs> game's soundtrack. So I would like put it on when I was driving my car because you have like a fake phone in the game. So I would I would hear that song pretty much every time I played that game and eventually I I was like I can't ever hear this song again. But but that's that's been years ago now. And when wow. I heard it again on this album it was it was enjoyable. It was a throwback. Wow. Wow. That's it made me think funny. about driving around my, my little hacker mobile in that Aww. game. Yeah, wow. there are a lot of songs that are that way except for GTA five with me. Because when they when they on the three sixty it was just like all fake music, but when they ported it to the one, there was real stuff. Like I think there's something by Tyler the Creator on one of them, but Whiskey yeah, River there is. we'd listen to all the time. Whiskey River something? <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Um, we'd drive I know, this, I think... like eighteen wheelers and play Whiskey River on the like the <laughs> radio. <laughs> That's funny. I think ADHD is on there by Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sure that if I went back now, I'd know more. But I know uh, time, I know collard greens is on there. Yeah, oh schoolboy Q. Um, okay, but back to Cuddy, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we can just talk about generally speaking ideas about the album. Um, for me, like. I knew that a lot of Cuddy's work is very like artsy, and so I expected some sort of a concept to this album, uh-huh. and I was not disappointed. I <laughs> really like the the just how thematic it is, especially yes. with like mm-hmm. Commons narrations. I love like, Commons leading in, in like his little monologues. But so I didn't realize it, but. When I looked at the track list on Genius to read the lyrics, it's actually it's five chapters, and like it's the first chapter, and then Mister Solo, Dolo, the first nightmare. From then on, yeah. all the nightmares are new chapters, and then there's like a closing chapter that's higher and up, up and away, and then okay. and then there's like the three um, deluxe version songs, but they don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that they're really incorporated in like the. Yeah. Yeah the like cinematic part but yeah, yeah i was a big fan i'm you know i love concept album concept albums especially <laughs> hip-hop concept albums mm-hmm. um i didn't know that i didn't look at the standard version of the album until mm-hmm. maybe yesterday and i didn't know that man on the moon wasn't the closing track yeah it, it I, actually the the like regular album and the quote-unquote story ends with Common's narration about like, you know, our narrator has succeeded these challenges but he has more yet to come. Gotcha. And then that's like the closing part of the original album. And then the next song is Man on the Moon. Yeah, because uh, I felt like Man on the Moon was a perfect uh, closer for mm-hmm. well, I, I still feel like it is. I, I feel like it's a little better closer than Up Up and Away. But well, it's I, like... I, I, to me, up in a way, it feels very like it wraps it up. It's like that's like the roll credits of a movie, and then uh-huh. Man on the Moon's like a like a Marvel Easter egg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I probably just thought it was and assumed it because that's the name of the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when I found out, it's a logical it assumption. Uh huh. And just the the mellowness and him basically saying in the song. People, people think my music sounds different, and I say, "Why is that bad?" Yeah, that, that yeah. sentiment of like the whole phone uh, call skit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That what? that made me think, like, oh well, he's he he enjoys what he makes, and he doesn't care what other people think about it because he's confident that it sounds good, and and that's a good closer for the album because he seems to have a lot of mental up and downs and turmoil in the album, so it's good to end on a on a What's the word? Not um, a happy note. Yeah, it's but, like a positive but not happy. Yeah, yeah, it's positive, but not as positive as up, up, and away. Just kind of like content. Okay. That was the word I was like. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 contentment. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Yeah, but, well, but I mean, it's also good to end on a happy note with "I'm Not Gonna Yeah, that's well, one of my favorite songs on the album too. It's a good one. I, I like just the like acoustic guitar that's on it that you don't yeah, really. Uh-huh. It comes out of nowhere and you're like, oh, okay. I feel like this is the happiest I felt the entire album. <laughs> um, that that an intergalactic. Yeah, and I I I love the contrast between like the regular <laughs> tracks on the album and then the like the nightmare tracks because without reading the like looking at it and seeing which ones are nightmares you can tell which ones are like there's a difference in the beats and attitude mm-hmm. like specifically with the beats and bass sound a lot more like there's some like ferocity to them and like kind yeah. of unease that you don't really hear in the other ones and i really yeah i just i really like how contrasted they are with the rest of the album yeah like the first time i heard solo dolo like that's that's one of the songs it's a while ago that i added i was like wow this song is actually really good like a lot of i think a lot in my opinion a lot of these songs are kind of slept on like mm-hmm. i feel like pursuit of happiness just like outshadows this whole album kind of because it is such a good song sometimes or like day and night like they got so big that people were like oh, i'm just gonna listen to these songs but yeah like some of these songs on here are so good Dude, like, i i my like specific like lines and stuff like that about songs it's like two pages long really <laughs> yeah i there's it's, so much in this album that i love i uh, i forgot that i knew make her say from yes i forget when i found that song but it's it's been years and then when i was listening through the album i was like oh man i i remember this song this is on some Dude, playlist i had when i had album i'd music. never heard it <laughs> that's really? that's that, that that's one of the songs i still play to like today like in the car because it's just first of all the, the lyricism in it is so good but also the sample from a poker face is so good also yeah um i've actually i made a note about that because so i heard it and i hadn't heard that song before at least not that i realized uh-huh. and the whole time i'm listening to it i'm like okay i'm pretty sure that that's gaga but how <laughs> did they get these vocals without any yeah. Because that's not the radio play song that's sampled. And it's actually, it's not the radio play. It's an acoustic version that she does with just a piano that I've never heard. But apparently, like, Kanye had found it. And they were just just hanging out shooting the shit or whatever while they were making this album. Or I guess it wasn't this album, but uh, That Kid Named Cuddy, which is where this one was originally released and then re-released on this album. They um they were just hanging out or whatever, and it came on the radio, and I think Cuddy he was like, man, someone should really like rap over, like Gaga, and Kanye was like, yo, I thought this I've been thinking the same thing for years, and I have this sample, and then he like threw it together, threw some drums in there, and then that became the song, but yeah, that's I love that song, that's I liked uh, it might be yeah. my favorite track on the album. Yeah, it's it's really like again. I still listen to it today. It's so good, especially with all there's. It's just it's so full of references to other I songs. Know. It's crazy. <laughs> or I, I I really like Kanye Kanye's part about like the co- like it's basically him being like college and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I like when he says, uh, "When you use your medulla oblongata, give me scoliosis until I comatosis." Like <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Yeah, they were he, he all, all, all of the features or all three verses on there are awesome. Oh my gosh, it's so it's. So I thought awesome. it was cool that Common narrates on like four or five different songs on the album, and then he comes in on that song and raps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Common, um, I've I've checked out a fair amount of his music. He's got some good stuff. Common. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I should. I'd probably like more if I checked out more. But what I yeah. have heard, you know, I've enjoyed. Uh-huh. So I, should, I feel I like should really. That's someone who I should really take a deep dive on. I feel like he has one of the best just voices I've I've heard. Oh, yeah. in a long time. Like he was. Uh, I know he was the uh, the Microsoft like spokesperson in a series of commercials that they had. Uh, really, dude, I I can see it. Yeah, he just has. He has an awesome voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I guess now we've transitioned into the more specific. Unless you guys have any more like general things to say. No, yeah, I was I was kind of transitioning into yeah. the uh, looking at all the songs. 
you mentioned last week, Jordan, that the, a lot of the album has a a sort of dreamlike or almost psychedelic feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I enjoyed that a lot because you don't hear that a whole lot in rap. And that's something I enjoy in just any genre that I listen to. There's a there's a cool playlist on Spotify called Cosmic Country that's <laughs> that that has like semi psychedelic country in it. And I, I really like okay. that playlist. That's like one of my favorite playlists. Bro, I gotta check that out. That sounds crazy. It's almost like it's almost it's not really psychedelic country, but you can hear different effects that you don't hear all the time on the guitars and yeah, okay. Um, and it's okay. more, uh, it's just more Americana and like artsy country, yeah. like kind of. Bro, legitimately, have you have you listened to much of the Grateful Dead? No. Uh, I've I've really only listened to that album, Working Man's Dead. Yeah, because that that's uh, I think like has Casey Jones on it. That's the Grateful Dead is like kind of psychedelic country ish yeah. music. I feel like I would really like them, but that's really the only album I've listened to by them, and I do like that album a lot. I really mm-hmm. like that. That uh, 60s, 70s country rock sound. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm getting more and more into them. I didn't even know anything Making about Brian that proud. sound until I took that class, that history of popular music, 1950s to 70s at state. And mm-hmm. and after I took that, uh, it that's a new genre that I barely knew existed, and that I I love to listen to now. That's always fun to like make those discoveries. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Eagles are probably the most popular group in that genre that we discussed in class, and they're not really yeah. psychedelic. They're just that uh, California. Country well, rock. the yeah, yeah, but um, but Hotel California gets pretty psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's because they've got three or I think it's just two guitars tracked over one another, playing the exact mm-hmm. same thing, which is inc- like technically incredibly impressive from a like playing <laughs> standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially back then when they, I don't know to what extent they had any sort of digital music processing. I think it was still, it was all like magnetic tape. Yeah, that that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, back to, back to cut. Yeah, back to this, I guess. Yeah, but I, one thing that I found really interesting was how in like the, at the end of the opening track, that monologue common kind of talks about how like we the people haven't stood up to the power dynamics in society and in the early he said in the early he said in the early millennium so it would have been between you know between 2000 to 2009 when this came Uh out but how it's kind of led to turmoil and how the narrator is like the person who's been talking about these issues and that introduces the the narrator of um, that is the character portrayed by Cuddy, but I think it's really interesting how now, ten years later, we're still seeing the ramifications of that kind of just like allowing us as society to be stepped on by all kinds of unchecked power, mm-hmm. and that just that illustrates how not new of a problem that we've been seeing over the past summer, all yeah. of the stuff being brought to light. It just shows yeah. like. I mean, this was a decade ago, and they were talking about a decade prior, and it's been going on for... I mean, yeah. There's just so much evidence to how old of an issue this is. I thought that was really interesting, how relevant that 11 years later this still is. Also, in Soundtrack to My Life, mm-hmm. Cuddy says, Haters shake my hand, but I keep the sanitizer on deck. Oh, there Wait you go. Also relevant, sanitizer. but could not have been predicted. <laughs> Cuddy predicted COVID nineteen. Oh, oh there's shit! Another, there's another sanitizer. I've a sanitizer line that I've heard, not like in this album, but like a different one. So I mean, it's kind of it's kind of funny when they use that when they use that uh, when they use that line. Mm-hmm. Like everybody shake hands with, they're just gonna sanitize <laughs> for the haters. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What? I was gonna say okay. Oh. So again, talking about the nightmare ones, it seems like I, I really like how he like at the beginning of the songs. So he usually it's just like him talking, mm-hmm. and then it kind of joins like a chorus. Like he says, the like he's like sing, like in, like in solo dolo, he's singing, but then when he goes like, oh, why must it 
feel so wrong when I try and do right. Whoa, dude, whoa, I whoa. love that I, so much. Dude, it's so is that, that part, part so good? <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Like, and I'm gonna try course. cutting. I'm gonna try cutting more song snippets into this one again. Okay, okay, and okay. see what the copyright does. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna cut that in because I I love that so much. It's so good, dude. Like, and it, it happens like a few times on here. Like, I feel like it happens in Heart of a Lion too, and like uh, Cuddy Zone. Mm-hmm. A lot, and like pursuit of happiness. Honestly, also, I I know it's the most popular one, but you might, we might as well talk about it. Like, it just like the whenever he does that, like, it's like synthesized in the back, and then he has like multiple vocals singing the same lyric. Like, it's, it's I I th- I think that's what I like most about this album, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're talking about pursuit of happiness. Well, I'm talking about like on solo dolo. Oh. I think it's on heart of a line to uh, Cuddy Zone. And like pursuit of happiness, like it's it's probably on a lot, but I'm just saying like when he joins right. in like unison and like those big synths in the background like start mm-hmm. happening. Like I, I know part of a line I really like. Yeah. So pursuit of happiness, I actually I, I put out a note a uh, note about this. It was like one thing I really liked about it is how the music is at the same time both welcoming as well as there's like a foreboding element to it to me. It's yeah. like it's uh-huh. kind of it's like a paradoxical beat, which that's not i'm sure that that's just like super head ass but i, I that's how that's, that's what i thought um yeah but, I get what and you mean this. like the whole the whole time i kept listening to it i was like i why does this sound so familiar like the voices that are the backing vocals And it's because it's MGMT, and I didn't realize that until I looked at like the the song credits today. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's why." Because I've listened to a lot of MGMT. Okay, I, was about oh, to say, really? I don't know who MGMT is. You'd know kids for sure. Yeah, kids Probably weekend feel. wars. Sure. I dude, oh, electric feels fire. Dude. Electric feel too. Yeah, I everyone. It's been in like commercials. It's been on the radio. It's a great song. Kids is I love that song. But I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I just skimmed it. I'm not sure if I've ever heard that. Doc, song. I'm almost positive that everyone has heard that song. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh... give it a full listen. I, it's just it's been in so many com- like prime time commercials. There's no way you haven't heard it. You think I watch TV, James? It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, it's a great I'm song. I'm surprised. Though. Kids has more streams than Electric Field because I don't think I. I thought Electric Field was more popular, but I, I guess oh no, wrong. Kids is Kids is like their definitely their biggest song. I guess it's what got me into them. But yeah, wow. their um, um, their 2018 album is pretty good. It's pretty like psychedelic electronic. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's that's all their stuff is. It's just like electric piano and like psychic vocals and stuff. Psychic. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. But um, yeah, go going back to the album. There's also a lot of songs that I liked that i didn't so the ones i added you know how you like go through an album and you add the ones that you kind of like really like and you want to listen to again and you kind of forget the other ones you know you know what's funny about that i actually i add every song from albums but i only but then you just like skip them though right not necessarily sometimes i'll leave them but other times yeah i was just like i'll skip them okay okay it's like it's like some songs i know i'm never gonna listen to again and that's like why i don't add them but so this, so I added a lot. Like I added a like the first time I listened to it, it was like soundtrack to my life, solo dolo, heart of a lion, uh, Cuddy Zone, Maker Say, and I think that was obviously like Pursuit of Happiness and uh, Day and Night. But I actually added some more this time listening through it because I liked them so much. But I I I listened to all those songs a pretty good amount to where I know. Mm-hmm most of the words in them which is why i also picked this album because i like just oh my gosh it's so good the, okay, sorry, ulti- the ultimate battle man on the moon versus mbdtf <laughs> um okay i i love the album cover to this album yeah i know yeah. that's like i feel like album art is overlooked a lot yeah but it's like it's just so cool i do like the color scheme like the purple pink orange and like mm-hmm. 
Oh, anytime anything's it's yeah, anytime anything's got that color scheme, I I wish more stuff would use it. Like the same, it's it's that same kind of like orangish, reddish, pinkish color that MBDTF uses. Like I love that color palette. Yes, I know that's not like musically specific. No, no, no. I know, no. We can we can definitely talk about. I was gonna I was gonna talk about it. It uh, what's it the our rainbow can surprise but then i forgot halfway mm-hmm. through and then i remember afterwards i was like oh yeah especially i don't know if you've looked at their other albums but like artistically they're just very plain like yeah. this is the first one that had it's like had a real design um but yeah that one's also a cool one uh i like uh some of the vinyls that i have mm-hmm. have I, I like seeing what they put on the inside when you open it and the and what's on the back just yeah. just different designs that they have and stuff and and if uh if you get like a nice special edition vinyl or something i have a couple of those mm-hmm. usually the um the the sleeves for the actual vinyls they might be well actually i think i only have one that, or i have two that have like lyrics on them and one of them has photos from the band from like 10 years ago that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, that's I'm like that's the one thing that well. that's the one thing that like digital music doesn't really have. It's a uh, is like the whole aspect of looking at kind of the what what the band chooses to further the artistic surroundings around the song. Yeah, which that's not to say like oh it's better. <laughs> Because yeah. I think, as far as like, especially for ease of access, digital music is better. <laughs> but that is, it's a nice touch whenever you see it. And you're like, someone they took the time to do this. It's nice. I think, I think for me, the the coolest one that I have on vinyl is, um, Cage the Elephant's self titled debut album, because uh-huh. it's like all of the track lists are in that same weird, like intestinal looking. <laughs> thing that's on the like that makes the face of their the album cover it's got that same weird like intestinal looking writing it's really cool um (laughs) you said you had to get a band-aid what what did you do sorry i like i like bit a little cuticle thing on my thumb Mm. and like literally it did not stop bleeding the whole time hold on sorry the worst of pain but no we're leaving it in this is staying in for sure (laughs) Because we we talked through the entire time. I just wanted oh, to no, bring no, it yeah, up yeah, when yeah. you got back. Sorry, um, sorry. Yeah, that part that part definitely keep in. I was just saying the part where I said I'm bleeding. No, this is all Stan. As soon as you say oh, to cut something, God. it's in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but so one thing I liked was um, going back into the music of this album. I like the callback to like in day and night the narrator who's the lonely stoner like talks about being Mr. Solo Dolo, which is yes. I like yes. the callback to the song. But then I saw that in an interview, Cuddy said that actually it like day and night was made. And then Solo Dolo kind of was made to expand what oh. that nickname was. It's kind of crazy. But that, that name also harkens back to, a pass song of his. I didn't write down that note for whatever reason. Oh, good guy. But, um, what happened? Oh, I nothing. Know. I, I, it's all good. <laughs> no, I was talking about Nick. He just said, "Oh no!" really loud. I think he heard me like set my glass down a little too hard. Yeah, yeah. I just heard the clanging. Yeah. Uh, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, and so it's cool that in the album order, that track is like a preview of the later nickname but apparently actually the order of the creation was like inverse of that yeah i really like when rappers go by multiple names mm-hmm. because i i don't know it just it it gives you a lot more space to work with like who you thematic are elements yeah yeah like uh well not even yeah so like this album he obviously like he calls himself mr solo dolo obviously mm-hmm. his name's kid cuddy uh, I think he kind of calls himself the man on the moon, kind of. I, I guess he doesn't like... I guess Common him. calls him the man on the moon more yeah. than yeah. he does, but, like, but yeah, I know what you like, mean. Even people like in rap, like Lil Wayne, you know, he has like 
Tunchi or like uh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh I'm, I'm forgetting all of them right now but it's like I, I like when rappers go by other stuff because then they when they refer to themselves as something other than their like I guess like really popular name it's kind of like like as, as a fan you're like oh I know I, I know what that means you know like right like when Lil Wayne says like Tunchi like just people who are just listening are probably not gonna be like like they're probably gonna be like who's that you know Right. Well, I mean, it's it, it adds to the especially if if you're an artist it who wants to create a more like thematic body of work. I mean, yeah, it's that's it's just intro. If you think of it like a movie franchise, it's just introducing characters that like if you know what's going on, then you're like, oh shit, they said this name or the narrator is this person. That means yeah. that this rap is gonna, you know, this song yeah. is gonna portray a certain kind of feeling or further the arc of that character. I mean, like the best example I can think of is, um, damn, because there's there's an evolution of the character K Dot from the early body of Kendrick's work up oh, until okay. the start of Damn, and then you you hear kung fu kenny and you're like okay and so that's kind of like a different person and then there's a transformative element later on yeah i i love that kind of stuff it's it's almost like adding easter eggs throughout your work yeah yeah that it just i mean it just shows like how similar music can be to other um like avenues of artistic expression I feel that. I feel yeah, that. that's the, I, I, feel like, I love that stuff, and this album is definitely it, it's awesome. More of that, just different names for different people. It's really cool. I feel like "Damn" was too head ass when it came out. Like people, people, or maybe it wasn't too head ass, but people slept on it too much. Like it has some really good songs on. See, yeah. that's me. I was the person who slept on it. Wow. I slept on. Uh, I thought. I slept on some of the bigger songs. I don't like. Uh, I still don't like loyalty very much. The song with Rihanna. And oh, it's so I, good. Listen, I'm telling you, listen I, to Cole Kushner explain yeah. <laughs> why you should like it, and you will love it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta listen to the dissect. But I um, does it make me I a bitch? Like, well, yes, but I well, I acknowledge that <laughs> one of the poppiest beats on the album is probably God. But I really like mm-hmm. God. I like that song a lot. Yeah, I haven't listened to it a lot. But see, I I I, I got a different. Uh, view than you guys i thought it was like the most popular album ever because this dude who's like really into music comes in the next day he's like dude i just listened to damn like 12 times last night i'm like oh my gosh like <laughs> geez or like it, 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 it might have been like a, a, like a day or two after because it was like a switch it was like every other day i'd see him he's like dude i've already listened to it like like 13 times i'm like oh my like bro calm down a little bit he's like dude i just love this album. i was like oh okay a lot of people must like it but i guess I actually didn't know it was that. I, I I thought it was like a moderately well received album. But I think okay. didn't people I think say Kendrick was with, like selling out when he made it. That's what yeah, people so, said about it. Because and it's because like me, pretty much everyone was like, "Oh, this is so like commercial. This is very different than like this is way more like radio centric yeah. than any of his other work." But if you look at what like how it's constructed and how he utilizes that it's it's in it's it might be his best like story album gotcha i got you it's yeah and and that's why i didn't like it because (laughs) i was like oh you know this is just appealing to like the people who just listen to like gucci main and shit (laughs) and then no, if you if you if you dig further, it's like, oh my god! This yeah, is whenever nuts. whenever he came out with a collector's edition a year or two backwards. later, and yeah, and no. the track list was backwards. I was like, okay, something's going up here. I, <laughs> I, I I clearly didn't listen to this enough whenever it came out because dude, I'm there, there's some you, story stuff going. Check out Cole Kushner's dissection. I'll probably listen to a couple episodes whenever I'm driving back to my place. Friday. Both that and T. We get it, Jamie. You have a boner, bro. I do. <laughs> you know, tell, you just, 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 just tell the listeners, okay? Just tell them. Just tell them. Cole Kushner, you're out there. <laughs> Close your ears. I enjoy the work you do. <laughs> um, I've listened to. Um, 
I listened to three or four of the Flower Boy episodes, and they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I really need to start listening to more Tyler the Creator. But... I'm, a, I'm a big Tyler guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, a... I, I remember when Flower Boy came out. You were you were I, excited. I, I'm st- I'm still a big Flower Boy guy. I'm not a huge Igor guy. I really like Earthquake. Yeah. I feel Super weird saying cool. Earthquake, but it is a it is uh, a really good song. Yeah, I know, I know. And, Dude, uh, that, that that song is so good. Yeah. I, I I don't know how Will Vicky got a shout out on that song, but you know, <laughs> it's just beyond me. It um, is what it is, you know. Say love It is. Life goes on. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even really mad about it. I'm just like, that's a really... Anyways, but yeah. Yeah, I got yeah The album, I should... the, the entire what? album is is pretty pretty good to listen all the way through, but I feel like there's only two or three songs on it that I can just put on as like a single song and listen to. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. So back to, back to Man on the Moon. Back to our boy. Back, back to Man on the Moon. Um, we've talked a decent amount about it. I, I, I feel like this album is just so good. That all of us are just like, this album is so good, you know? Like, <laughs> dude, I mean, okay, hey, Jordan, Jamie, this is yeah, gonna be Jamie, the can, highest can, rated album that you've chosen, one hundred percent. I know, I know. <laughs> like, okay, at the at the very beginning, like before yeah. we even started this, I was like, I know this album is gonna be probably one of the. And honestly, Jamie, you're liking it more than I thought you would. And I think you're liking it more than you thought you would. If Jordan, I love this album. <laughs> <laughs> it. It was awesome. It, it was so it? good. Yes, it's I so know. good. <laughs> I'm like, so glad I picked it. Dude. Something like <laughs> I I really enjoy the the themes of the album, and like I've said in like three or four of our podcasts, I enjoy conflicting emotions and dude, introspection that, that someone literally. I was about to say that the, I love it so much because like. I like it because Cuddy is just weird as hell with his music, uh-huh. and yeah. no one else really. Or okay, not no one else. That's a that's a generalization, but for the most part, in popular, especially this genre of music, which mm-hmm. I, I would argue that this kind of breaks out of a lot of archetypes yeah. of the yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. rap mm-hmm. hip hop genre, but. Yeah. N- I feel like the conflicting emotion that's part of life isn't explored as much as it's felt and this album like the whole thing is about like dealing with inner turmoil versus like ultimate goals that you're trying to achieve mm-hmm. yeah and it's awesome yeah and if, if i can add to that jamie i want to talk today on like two things one just like he, he he pours out his emotions in this album too mm-hmm. like even like on set like i'm gonna tell you a couple like soundtrack to my life it's like I've got some issues that nobody can, can see, see, and all mm-hmm. of these emotions are. It's like that's so. Out of me. I've got some issues that nobody can see, and all of these emotions are pouring out of me. Bring it. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. And then, like, on Solo Dolo, it's, like, more of, like, a loner type. Like, L- Solo Dolo and Day and Night are more about, like, him just being alone. Oh, and, and you like, know why? Because that. they're the nightmares. Yes, yes. Crazy. It's so good. And then, like, I feel like Heart of a Lion more has, like, a redeeming quality to it. Yeah, yeah. If... That one, it follows Solo Dolo, right? Yes. I think that yeah, one. It's kind of like a, it, it, like, it uplifts the spirits yes. after yes. you listen to, like, just, like, the... Yeah, just, and even and even the title "Heart of a Lion" like that's like a very mm-hmm. like I don't I don't think that's like wait is that is 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 that an expression I don't know if you, if you like do you heart, of a, heart of a lion yeah 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 that's a, that's a thing yeah so that that even corresponds with like how the song makes you feel and then there's even like some fun songs called like like make her say is honestly a pretty fun like I I don't think it's really hitting on too much like <laughs> in the emotion world but it's just like a really good song well no it's a song about oral. <laughs> okay like, yeah. that's that's okay. just the, like all the verses and everything like that's what it is no i know i know but it's, it's just, still it's about... like it yeah emotive from an emotive standpoint it's like it's just like oh this is like we're we're like relaxed and happy right now yes yes and then is that is that one followed by alive uh make or say yeah or which one i can't no, remember maybe or is it pursuit of happiness that follows it uh no, alive is between inter intergalactic and Cuddy that's zone. right. Yeah, I really like Cuddy so, Zone too. Intergalactic is great. Yeah, 
especially yeah. for being like about shrooms um yeah dude that that hook that she's like in a galactic you and me yeah you the, just you just listen to like, I... ooh. get ready pop it let's go I think the first time I listened to it, it was just so different and mm-hmm. and poppy that I was like, "This is this is weird. I don't know how much I like well, this." And see, the 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 more I, I listened it. to it, the more I liked it. Yeah, well, I I really dig how I mean, it sounds like you're in space, like you're you're somewhere galactic. You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of this weird atmospheric, like a little bit. It's like a bouncy feeling and especially because it's it's such a large contrast with the first like the tempo is a lot slower for the first eight tracks of the album and there's a lot more like bass and like deepness to it and then this is the first one where you're like okay we're just we're just chilling here yeah (laughs) and then it i feel like you could hear that in the background of a meme or something like some (laughs) yeah honestly i could see it and then it and well and then you flow from that into the like the weird like sex werewolf monster that he is in alive and it's like oh this is oh my god this is yeah Ooh. did you say sex werewolf monster yeah well because it's it's like he he comes alive in the moonlight like that's he's making that he is analogous to a werewolf but then he talks about like tracking down like a sexy woman or something (laughs) and it's kind of like it's talking about the contrast between um who he who he is in his dream state with like intergalactic and stuff like that and the person who he is at nighttime and he it doesn't like as much yeah like that version of himself as a character yeah yeah and like i really like cuddy zone a lot i feel like cuddy zone solo dolo and heart of a lion like those are just so similar because they have that like Mm -hmm. They just have those big, or I don't know if Solo does, but it's those like, I think they're called synths, right? It's like that, I can't really put, I don't really know, I, I, I can't hear an instrument, but I can hear like, the like beat, you know? Right, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I had about like Cuddy's on is I love like the, the just how like saturated it is with synths. Yes, because when he goes like, when he goes, in my, and then like, in my, All the, all the, mm-hmm. all the sound just back starts in. coming in. Yeah, he, and, and he, those he, verses he, like, are so good. Yeah, yeah. Like they're so they're they're so extended, but they feel like they're fifteen seconds. Yes, they're yeah. so good. You don't hear a lot of like you know four minute two verse songs and go wow you know those are really enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, and that beat is just like it's super tight. Yeah, for Cuddy's own. My drone is yeah. like, dude, that that oh, so good. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I was gonna say also, Nick, did you, did you have something to add real quick or? Uh, not really, no. Okay, I was I was gonna say, Jamie, were you talking about like where it goes outside of rap a little bit and exploring? Like, yeah, it, it's it's really weird. Like I've even looked back. Like, let's just say like the end of the nineteen nineties. And like beginning in two thousands, kind of, even actually all through the nineties, there was like a lot of gangster rap, and like mm-hmm. that's, that's what rap pretty much was. And then, uh, and like you know, like making it out of the like making it out of the hood, like uh, using your music to get you to a higher place in life, like that was kind of the motto. And then, right, I, I've read a lot of places that say like Kanye is the one who really first introduced like with Jesus Walks, like that was a very mm-hmm. like he, he even hits on how like radio stations like they say i can rap about anything except for jesus you know like that um and i think he introduced this kind of style and that's why probably kanye and cuddy have made a lot of music together it's because they don't really they're i i remember watching a video it's like these these dudes were kind of well off not like well off but they were pretty good in life before they got famous like they did they weren't like poor or like in a gang or anything but right. So they use their music to talk about stuff that related to them, and it just got really popular. And that's why people like, even like Tyler Creator, like Chance the Rapper, or like 
trying to think of more right now, but they don't rap about really like gangster stuff. Mm-hmm. As, right. And and gangster rap actually made a big comeback in the later years too, is what I've seen also. Like like twenty ten to twenty fifteen, even to like twenty sixteen was a lot of like <laughs> Kanye chants, uh pop music, like even there's a lot of radio music that was considered like rap. Like mm-hmm. Nikki. Like the biggest one I'm thinking of, like Down by like, what is it? What Jay Sean. Yeah, Jay Sean and like oh, featuring Lil. Like that's such a candlelight remakes by Jay Sean. <laughs> Chef's Dude, it's it's such like that music ruled for a really long time, and I would consider that like pop rap kind uh-huh. of because rappers did a lot of that stuff. Like like even the like the I as like replay. Yeah, know? I mean, like because well, like for for me like especially fifth through seventh grade like summer music to me because that's really the only time i like listened to the radio it was yeah. i mean it was all like you know b.o.b yeah yeah Nicki yeah. minaj T- jay yes. sean who was um who did bedrock oh that was that was that was young money that was young money so it was Nicki yeah that minaj, was like the drake, young money collective right? uh Lil wayne yeah, yeah it was like that i mean drake all drake is is pop rap yeah pretty yeah pretty much and that see that that's what i was talking about like there's this weird like section of rap where it's like gangster rap, and obviously I don't want to archetype them too much or stereotype them too much, but right. it's like gangster rap, and then you know talking about like like a, a lot of gangster rap talking about like shooting people or like mm-hmm. you know someone like trying to trying to like kill you, you know you want to kill them back, but then like Kanye really ushered in a new like side of rap where you kind of just talk about you know your feelings or like girls you like stuff like that even like religion too religion and rap after that got a lot more popular mm-hmm. too yeah i mean yeah i could definitely see that there was there's definitely there was a transition that was ushered in by like you know the kanye's and the cuddies and then it but and see i feel like now they both exist it's just yeah. that I don't know. I I feel like they're both not equally shown in the limelight, but there is. Okay. They both still probably exist. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I. Yeah. They. There was definitely, but there. There was like they ushered in a new era with just like, you know, because when this came out, it was just weird shit. But then it became like, yeah. <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh, this is like, this is really good." They're like I actually relate to this, and mm-hmm. it's not about just shooting people. Wow, that's <laughs> wow. Sometimes I feel sad. <laughs> yeah, well, because that's yeah. I mean, it, it, and I could see why it appealed more because that's more of like just more accessible in, in a general yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, this. Yeah, I gotta check out more of his work because I love this album true um, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll give you some uh some do i have anything else do i i'm pretty sure that that's all of my notes believe it or not that's all two pages of my notes i think i'm pretty much done also i i just i just love this album i don't know what to say, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah i mean like I, I like i don't know what else to say other than this is great yeah nick do you have anything oh any final thoughts i don't think so we talked about the unconventional nature of the instrumentation of the album and mm-hmm. how, like like you said, Jordan helped usher in, or Jordan and Jim, you guys talked about him helping usher in a new era of music with topics that are talked about and in rap and things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we hit a nail on the head for most of Mm-hmm. yeah okay uh so i guess we can go into ratings Rating. uh jordan you want to take it away since this was your album yes i'm giving this because i still i don't know i don't know if i'm ever gonna give it out with 10 so i'll give <laughs> this like oh don't nine. be that teacher I'm not, <laughs> no because look listen 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 i've i've <laughs> This, the reason I still can't do it is because I still don't. I wouldn't listen to every single song on the album. You know? I see. That's that's why I I would enjoy this album listening to it mm-hmm. all, but I like a lot of these songs on here. So I was gonna say, out I'm of curiosity, what what song? You give it a nine. Yes. What song? Wait, do what, you Nick? Not really want to go back to. 
I, it, I didn't highlight like some of them like my world did we even talk we didn't even talk about that yeah uh-huh. i don't think so like it's okay but i wouldn't listen to it again you know? uh-huh. or is there any love with whale yeah <laughs> it's pronounced wally oh oops oh my gosh that sounds so stupid i know who <laughs> wally is i thought isn't there, there a band named whale too uh, i don't know i don't know i, oh I don't my know gosh. wally I'm so i read like... it as whale every time oh my gosh i'm so... Anyways, whatever. I give this album a nine. I kind of want to. Uh, yeah, nine. I'll, I'm giving it a nine. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll what take it, and then Nick, if you want to, Nick, if you want to do it, and then. Well, no, Nick's Nick's going last because he right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna take it, and then Nick will go last and announce next week's album. All right, um, all right. Jordan, that's actually that's your second highest rating. Really. It beat out yep. Dirtbag, but it didn't quite reach Meet the Woo 2. Yeah, wait, I gave Meet the Woo 2 a 9, right? And a half. Okay, good. I really like that album. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, especially going into this one not knowing what to expect, I, I yeah. came away from the very first listen. I was like, oh, that was really good. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm going to give it a 9 as well. Impressive. That's my score. Yeah, DJ was every listen. Uh, there was more and more that I found that I liked. So, <laughs> so good, dude. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's weird because I usually uh, well I still really enjoyed the introspection on this album and the psychedelic nature of it. Everything lined up to where I should give it like a nine too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it doesn't. Something about his his flow or maybe the unconventional nature of his beats didn't resonate with me quite as much as it seems like you take that back right now i still i still really enjoy the album and i think i'll give it (laughs) i think i'll give it like a uh a seven and a half because because i i do really enjoy pretty much every every piece of the, the music and the lyricism and the the narration and the interludes and the the mood shifts in the album but yeah. For some reason, it feels like I don't have a lot of chemistry with it, and I, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I, but I do enjoy like the hits off of it, like soundtrack to my life, day and night, pursuit of happiness, of up and away is really good. I really like Cuddy Zone, Maker Say. Yeah, Maker Say was really good. Nick, it's because you're not enough of a stoner, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Nick. <laughs> I need to, I need to smoke. I totally smoke all the time. Get a little, a little more dank. <laughs> yeah you know that's just how music goes sometimes it doesn't hit as much as uh you feel like it should yeah yeah nothing wrong with it <laughs> i got you um what, what does that bring the yeah, overall so, rating to you what oh yeah the overall rating is an eight and a half right nice uh, that is, it's now replaced RKS as the highest rating, which was seven point eight three. This is now the highest at eight and a half. I knew cool. it was coming. Which, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I figured after I listened to it once, I was like, all right. <laughs> Depending on Nick's rating, this is definitely going to be the highest one. Yeah. Imagine yeah. Jordan coming with, coming in with two albums that you and I rated <laughs> less than like a four, Jamie, and then, then yeah, he got this the, is the most overall. What a redemption album. arc. <laughs> i know i know <laughs> yeah i'm finally like, becoming the good guy looking at looking at dirtbag and meet the Wu 2 jordan's rating was higher than a summation of both of ours for both <laughs> albums. and then this one you know we're and, on equal footing yeah here. yeah to, to to be fair those are gangster rap albums so yeah well, like, i can tell i guess yeah, yeah. but but still it's it's it's, it's funny to look at it's funny to look at. yeah but um so Nick, would you would you like to announce next week's album? Of course. So so next week we will be listening to the album White Bronco by Action Bronson, another rap album, but um, definitely a different subject matter. I would say not very much <laughs> quite, introspection quite, yeah. and uh, a lot. From what of, I've heard of his music, uh, I would I would assume that it'd be a different. Uh, subject matter a lot of yeah, also uh, just just bragging about everything <laughs> is mainly what happens but um but i like his beats a lot um 
he he does a fair amount of kind of jazz rap, just rap over jazz ish beats, and his his songs okay. where he raps over guitar, I really like a lot. Um, I would have picked Mister Wonderful. That's my favorite album by him. That's the one that's got. Is that the one that has Baby Blues on it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's the only song I know by him. That's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I think we we might have mentioned that before, Jordan. But that song has Chance on it. So. Oh, does it? It's really funny. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah, that song is good. I, I, I still haven't listened to it. I don't think but, I'm um, go back. I don't know. I don't know if my favorite song on that album is "Acting Crazy" or "Easy Rider." There's so much. I think it's guitar in "Easy Rider." Something about the beat of "Easy Rider" is awesome. Whenever that song comes, is that on, like I'm a like, reference to Charlie Daniels? I don't think so. Not. Maybe okay. I don't know. But you, he, you Charlie Daniels about... had a big song called "Uneasy Rider," but "Easy oh, okay. Rider" is also just a colloquialism. So yeah, it's a movie. Could be that. either one. So like classic. Oh. Movie. Mm-hmm. But um, but that, I love that song on my workout playlist. Whenever it comes on, it it amps me up. But um, I got you. Uh, but we're not doing that album. That album's like an hour long, and we've done like three or I think we the last three albums we've done have been like forty five minutes long. And I hadn't mm-hmm, yeah. I hadn't listened to White Bronco in a while, and I knew it was like right around a half hour, and uh, and I, I wanted to listen to it again, listen to it a couple times, and uh, and that's why I picked it for for the next week. Gotcha. So, All right. Well, yeah. Exciting. Uh, let's he's see. A, so with he's that, a character. What action Bronson? He's what? He's a character. For sure. That he is. That he is. He's a, he's really, um, he's an interesting guy. I like a lot of the the media he puts out, not just his music. But we'll we'll get into that mm-hmm. on the next pod. We'll talk about it. Okay. The next pod. Yeah, I'm excited because he's for me. I've seen him in like tidbits, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to hear more about the the man himself. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I guess we'll just, we'll wrap up. We'll talk about you know what we've been listening to recently. Mm. Um, for me, it's been. I don't know. Like I listened to a lot of this album and I kind of wanted to listen to more stuff a little like that. So I've listened to a few songs from MBDTF a little bit more. Like which ones? <laughs> Just real quick. Uh obviously Devil in a New Dress. Of course. Okay. I still haven't gotten into that one too. Love much. that one. Um, that... but I also I really like um Gorgeous. Still haven't gotten into that one either. It's a good one. Is that I have monsters. John on awesome. Yes, monsters. love that one. Uh, but also, I don't know. I've I've been kind of in a, I've, I'm in that point. I don't know about y'all, but I listen to different things seasonally. Yeah. I found that after my Spotify un, like unwrapped stuff that I, it's really like I listen to different genres every month or every yeah. season. Uh-huh. And so, just for whatever reason, for like the last week, I don't know if it's because it's so hot or like what's going on, but I've been listening to a lot of just like harder just rockier stuff I listen to uh yeah. what's it called they're like called like the black pistol something black pistol fire um is that right yeah that sounds right and also just a lot of like manchester orchestra some rage against the machine it's, it's been a very it's been a very rocky week apart <laughs> from listening to a lot of cuddy i got you <laughs> cuddy mellowed you out mm-hmm. that's all i got Okay. Uh, I really haven't been listening to pretty much anything new. Um, I think Pop Smoke releases deluxe album. I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I just I've been listening to that more. Um, and then Ski Master Slump God came out with a song called "Burn the Hood." I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's basically it's a very political video. Um, he basically fights KKK Klansmen in it. <laughs> Makes uh, sense. You guys should honestly check it out. It's pretty. It's it's it's, it's pretty cool. It's the, the the music video is pretty cool. Done none other than by uh, Lyrical Lemonade. But of uh, course, <laughs> I digress. What a shocker! <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me. Gotcha. Um, I think the most I haven't listened to it in a couple weeks now. It came out probably a month ago. But Anderson Pack came out with a song called Lockdown. It was about the protests and stuff, and its its music video is really good. It had cameos from a bunch of different hip hop artists, like uh, J Rock was in it, um, Sid, who's part of the Internet. If you know who they are, who else is? 
But, uh, but J-Rock Time Warner a, Cable does my internet. What'd you say? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, no, it's not worth it. Okay. <laughs> it was a stupid internet oh, joke. Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but, uh, but Sid was a part of Odd Future with Tyler, the creator, back in the day. Oh, okay. Um, okay. J-Rock is on the Ken- uh, on the label that Kendrick Lamar is on, TDE, if you, if you don't mm-hmm. know who they are. But, Top and, Dog Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there were, a, there were a couple other people in the music video, but I can't remember who they are right now. But anyways, I haven't listened to that song this week, but... You just reminded me of it, Jordan, with your politically charged music video. I got but, you, um, I got you. But uh, I listened to Logic's new album, No Pressure. Uh, I'm not even really that? a Logic fan, but that whole album is pretty good. Yeah, I've heard it's like been pretty well received. I know some Logic fan, I th- I think, I'm pretty sure it was a Logic fan. It's like, thank God album made, or Logic made a good album for his last yeah. album. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I do... Um, I really like the song "Under Pressure" from his first, from his debut album "Under Pressure," and I haven't listened okay. to many other songs off of it. My brother was a huge Logic fan for a while, and um, and I heard some stuff off of Everybody, and that's a pretty decent okay. album. But I really like "Under Pressure" that just that song because I don't know any other songs off that album. But the production style of just that song is similar to a lot of the songs off of no pressure and it's because he worked with the same producer no id that he worked with all under pressure and just the whole attitude of the album it's called no pressure because basically like it's his retirement album and he's saying basically that that people gave him all this hate for just making music that he enjoys that he enjoys making and now he's saying like there's no pressure because I'm done and I don't care what you guys think. I'm not going to rap about growing up in the hood anymore because I'm 30 and I have a kid. Like, that's basically the idea behind it. And a very large uh, contract deal with Twitch. Yeah, I did hear that, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed, yeah. also. I mean, that's what he's doing. He's retiring from music, music but he's streaming. just going to start, like, streaming, right? But yeah, that's Which, you know what? Cool. Like... If you've already made your money and you don't really have to hustle that much anymore, why not? Like, yeah. streaming would be... I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think he was on Twitch and said something about um, Anthony Fantano. Because Fantano posted a clip of what looked like Logic streaming. And Logic was talking about music reviewers, basically. And he yeah. said... Um, he said that he didn't care about... Uh, someone's opinion who basically jumps on the bandwagon and just hates stuff that everybody else on Twitter hates. But if you, if you build your own independent brand and you really analyze things and you talk from your heart and uh, you, you just like what you like and you, you speak the truth, you don't pander about popular stuff. Um, he, he respects that even if you don't like his music. And he, talk, he talked about Fantano when he said that. And he said mm-hmm. basically that he respected Fantano, even if Fantano didn't like a bunch of his discography and stuff. And Fantano, yeah, yeah. Fantano posted that Fantano clip on his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, and Fantano <laughs> said, like, thanks, Bobby, for the peace song. Uh, yeah. That was cool. Um, I also listened to Run the Jewels 3 and 4 this week. Good mm-hmm. stuff. How'd you like 3? Uh, it was good. It has a lot of mm-hmm. really strong bass, which is really cool. Like yes, there's a lot of bass uh-huh. in RTJ or Run the Jewels three, but the song not RTJ the, until RTJ four. Uh, <laughs> the song Legend Has It is really yeah. good. It's probably my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Dylan likes likes a uh, Ticketron the most off that one. Guess that's that's right after Legend Has It. But uh, oh, and I also listened to Rainbow Kitten Surprises first two albums, uh, Seven Plus nice. Mary and just RKS. Mm-hmm. They were good too. Enjoyed them. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. Great band. I yeah. anxiously await everything that they do. <laughs> yeah, if they're ever um, if they're ever around here, if they're ever playing a show in Bend, I'd love to go. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you, if they're in the state, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, then I guess we'll uh we'll take this one home. Um, we wanted to just say thanks for listening this week and remember to tune in next week where we'll take a look at White Bronco by Action Bronson. You know, be sure to check it out so you can kind of have your own thoughts and uh, mentally participate in the discussion. Um, you can f- 
you know, feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album or just the episode in general on YouTube or, um, you know, tweet them at us. We're on Twitter at at ListenUpPod, and that account as well as the three of our personal handles will be in the description of wherever you found this episode. Uh, yeah, for now, we'll catch you next week, and remember to listen up. Listen up.